welcome to my library. Welcome to another episode in the podcast. It's almost Christmas and I am so excited. Um, We're going back to Colorado for a week to see my family and I simply cannot wait. I am so looking forward to it. It's been a long time since I've seen my family and I'm just excited to have a good week with them. But it's going to be a long week filled with anticipation and excitement leading up to it. This is going to be a rough week. I just feel like a little kid on Christmas. I love Christmas and I love my family. And I'm just really excited to see them. So yeah, this time next week, I will be in Colorado with my fam. And I just can't wait. This episode, however, we will be talking about books that I read this year that I did not like. I am almost at 90 books this year. I think I have 85 books, no, 87 books that I've read. And so I'm going to give you all the tea on the ones that I did not like. But first, let me share my current read, which is The Guardian of the Drowned Empire by Frankie Diane Malice. This is the sequel to the Drowned Empire series. I read the first one earlier this year and I loved it. And I was not expecting to love it as much as I did. So this book has been really good. And I am going to be, I feel like... I'm going to be disappointed in myself because I didn't read it sooner because that's how the story's been going recently. But yeah, I'm enjoying it, so that's good. But now getting into the books I liked the least. So just a footnote, whatever, however you say before I begin is that this is all my opinion. If you happen to love a book that I didn't, then that's good. I'm glad. So no judgment and no hates. Thank you, please, and thank you. Um, This is just my opinion. This is what I thought about the books. And I do talk about some very popular ones that I personally didn't like. And there's nothing wrong with me not liking them and you liking them and vice versa. So that's just how it goes. Um, You know, sometimes people get ruthless if you badmouth a book they really liked And, like, it's all just, like, it's a personal offense to them, which it simply isn't. It's just, like, books are art, and art is subjective, and what one person understands and finds intriguing and interesting is what another person might not, and they might find it pretentious and dull, and it's important to have opinions, and different people like different things, and that's just the way the creepy the cookie crumbles so no harm no foul speaking of cookies crumbling I got a free cookie coupon for crumble and we got them like like a maple cinnamon roll cookie and it was probably the most delicious cookie I've ever had in my life and it was free so that made it so much better and yeah so anyways there's Oh, and at the end of this episode, there's something exciting that I am going to share just a little bit, just a little, 
a little thing that I want to share. So stick around to catch what that could be at the end of the episode. But okay, reeling back to today's topic, here are the books that I didn't like or I liked the least this year. The first is actually a very popular book and I'm a bit nervous but it's We Hunt the Flame by Hafsa Fazal. I gave this book two stars. This book is about Zafira, who is a secret huntress, and Nazir, a prince assassin, and basically they go searching for a lost artifact that will save their kingdom from being swallowed by this cursed forest that grows bigger and bigger every day and people can't survive the forest because there's dark magic in it and it will like consume you and there's like also things in the woods I I if I remember correctly but the huntress she she's secret everyone thinks she's a man because women aren't allowed to you know like do things um but that he's the only one who can go in the forest and comes out alive and so a lot of people depend on this hunter huntress for food which the animals you know they need food because their kingdom is dying so basically they go on this adventure and they find out that like she's actually a woman and not a man and basically it's this whole like enemies to lovers type of situation um but they then they come across like just instances things people that I don't know I feel like there were so much potential for this to be like an amazing book and some people like most people love this series and love this book but I I just didn't and um, there was just something about it that didn't click with me, I guess. I don't know, but I, yeah, I just didn't like it. Um, I even started reading the next book, but I DNF'd it, which means did not finish because like, it just wasn't interesting to me. It didn't really pull me in like it was meaning to. And to be honest, I just didn't like the characters. I thought that they were very flat characters and that they I don't know just didn't have like enough going for them to be the way that they were if you know what I mean I don't know but yeah that one I didn't really like um okay the next one is take me home by oh take me home tonight by Morgan Matson. I gave this one three stars but I think it's more of like a two-star book I love Morgan Matson books. I grew up reading her books along with like Sarah Dessen, and I think her books are great. But I, uh, I just didn't like this one. There was something about it. Um, so basically, there's Cat and Stevie. They're theater kids in their high school, and they're waiting for their cast list to be posted. And so they decide to stay up all night and go out. To New York City and just you know be the be in the city that never sleeps they it's this classic situation of 
like you tell your mom I'm sleeping over and I'll tell my mom I'm sleeping over and then um you know we can just do whatever we want because no one will be there for us but basically they lose their phones and they get stuck with this dog and I just because it the whole book it's like a 400 page book and it all happens in one night so you would think it would be like really slow but I but I felt like the plot was rushed and I and I really didn't like the ending of the book the friends they like have a little like misunderstanding and then they get separated and so you're switching from both their characters and it's like a ton of miscommunication just a ton of like little drama I don't know maybe I just am not about like the the young adult um like high school drama anymore maybe that's just something that I personally just don't click with anymore but yeah that I just didn't like the plots I felt like the stakes weren't like high enough maybe but I just didn't like the whole I'm jealous of you because you feel like you're a better actress than I am and blah 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 so yeah I don't know I just didn't like that one but again my opinion the next one is A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. Um, this one is like a, it got like pinned in my like story graph where I like track all my books as like a historical f- or like fantasy erotica. I was not expecting to read what I read. Basically, it's about Persephone and Hades or Hades, however you want to say it, but they're, like, Greek, you know, like, Hades is the Greek god of death, and Persephone is, like, the Greek goddess of spring or something, I don't know. Um, yeah, this one was two stars. See, I liked the premise of the book. I liked the whole, like, dark, fantasy, morally gray character, um, but it was, like, very modernized. It was, like, it was set in the modern day, they had phones, they had technology, they had all that stuff, but then, like, Hades Underworlds was, like, an older, kind of, like, villagey, like, medieval type of, um, thing, and it just seems like it was a ripoff of A Court of Thorns and Roses, and I, I just didn't like it, I didn't think it went very well. Basically, Persephone, like, gets pulled into this nightclub, and hates Hades whatever he owns the nightclub and then he meets her and then he like tricks her into making a bargain with her so basically she has to do like x y and z or he will like have his have her soul forever or whatever and so then she has to kind of do whatever she has I forget what she had to do but it just was very like very spicy. I was not expecting so much smut. I didn't realize what I was reading when I read it. It was just really popular on the internet and I was like, oh yeah, I'll try it. Like anything to to make me feel like the way that A Court of Thorns and Roses made me feel and it certainly wasn't. It was like 
such a ripoff. Do you know that? You know, there's like the Hunger Games, but then for a while there was like the Starving Games, and that was a complete ripoff of the Hunger Games, and it was horrible. That's how I felt about this, basically. And I just didn't, I didn't like it. I don't know. It was really popular, but eh, I don't know why. Anyway, the next one is The Poppy War by R.F. Kuang. Now hear me out because people, there's like an occult following to this series and I do see, I, I see the, the reason behind it, okay? But one, the longest chapters in the world, they were like so long and I, I don't understand the point of long chapters not long chapters as like, oh, 15 pages. No, I'm talking like 30 to 50 pages for a chapter. That is ridiculous. That is, that makes the pacing of the book slow down so much. And then when the plot is a very slow anyway, it just makes it like a snail's crawl. And I, I couldn't get through it. The plot was very slow, like I said. It was just bleak and hopeless. And I I just couldn't find the hope to keep going in the book. And I was a little confused. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying attention as, as well or something. But I did DNF. It just, it wasn't interesting enough for me. It didn't capture my attention. It's not like I need, like, a super fast-paced, like, sh- short attention span type of book. But something, I don't know, like, a couple more chapter breaks would have been nice. And it would have helped me being able to keep going. But yeah, that's why I I didn't like this book. Basically, the chapters. And it was just... Yeah, like I said, very hopeless and bleak, so it wasn't for me, but I'm glad other people like it because it deserves to be liked. Um, The next one is Curse of the Spectre Queen by Jenny Elder Moak. I gave this two stars. It's it's like a historical fantasy-ish like adventure book. So basically, Samantha's father was into artifacts and all that stuff. And then he died in the Great War, and he left all of his studies and artifacts behind. And then these men are trying to find this map to take them to where they could get, like, infinite life, infinite power and so she her friends and then a boy she's loved since they were kids go and they try to solve the mystery before the bad guys do it was like basically felt like outer banks it felt like red notice it felt like indiana jones and like the jungle cruise movie like they all have the same exact plot and that's what this book was and it was very misogynistic. I I don't care for that. I don't care if it's historical accurate uh, or not to have like misogyny. Just don't put it in your books. Like 
that's something that doesn't need to be in there. I don't care if it's like historically accurate or not. We like we don't need to keep talking about it. You know, we don't need to keep bringing it up that women had nothing and men had everything. Let's just pretend. Let's just write in our fiction books that like women are capable because that's the truth. And I don't know. I didn't appreciate that. It just I didn't like the story. It was too similar to all of those other movies and books that are just written about the same thing every time and you know how it's going to end and you know it's going to happen exactly and I don't know, I just, I didn't like it. It's like a series, I didn't continue with the series and yeah, so that was that one. Um, Okay, the next one is another popular book. These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong. This is a Romeo and Juliet retelling, but it's set in the 1920s and it's set in Shanghai. But there's a like a fantasy aspect to it as well. So it's like historical fiction with fantasy. And I liked the idea of this, but I feel like it would have been better if it was either a fantasy or historical fiction. But doing both in one book while also bringing in a Romeo and Juliet plotline was too much to do all together. And it just, it didn't fit together well in my opinion. I, I just didn't see like a good harmony of these things going on. It was like they were clashing with each other. So basically, while Romeo and Juliet are, you know, having their little love story thing, which didn't happen in this book, and I guess it, you know, that's okay because it gets brought into the second book of this series, and so you kind of finish off them maybe in that book. I didn't read it, but yeah, they hated each other too much. They distrusted each other too much. Plus, so while they're doing their thing, there's this, like, dark monster that's terrorizing and killing innocent people, and the two different sides, you know, like, Romeo's, the Montagues, and the Capulets, like, they are blaming each other for all this nonsense and whatever, but the darker thing that they, it's like, they don't realize kind of what's going on because they're so distracted by blaming each other, which I did like that aspect because that is true to the story. And I like that they didn't, um, that they like weren't packing so much into this book, but like, I don't know, you never see Romeo and Juliet as a couple together. And there's just so much like other plot going on that there's hardly any room for their romance and for that story to blossom. So it didn't really feel very Romeo and Juliet type of way. And, you know, what I love about Romeo and Juliet is two people who are soulmates that just can't help but be together. They Then they aren't allowed to be together. And that's what Romeo and Juliet is all about. And then, like, you know, the Montagues and the Capulets, they kind of 
destroy them with their unwillingness to change and it kind of brings the downfall of both of their families and like there's such a life lesson in that story and it didn't get told in this book and I'm sure it got brought into the second book but I it just didn't like the romance didn't blossom enough in the first book to make me want to believe that they actually liked each other because they didn't like they really did not they did not get along so anyway I didn't really like it but that's again my opinion the next one I didn't like the secret history and now I have the entire dark academia world out for my out for my blood because of that statement but hear me out and if I'm just too ignorant to understand this book then so be it but at least let me explain myself so the secret history by Donna Tartt is about a group of six literature Greek students that go to the same school in New England they all have one professor that teaches like all of their classes and one of one of the classmates dies the other classmates I don't know if it's a spoiler to say or not I don't think it is anyway one of their classmates dies they're all implicated because they only spend time with each other and anyways they get like then some like culty stuff start happening um it was really slow the chapters again long chapters and I don't get along but yeah the chapters were super long and the book itself was good and I did like I did like most aspects of it I just felt like the book was too long it was really long with lots of just mundane things which is maybe what the point of the book was but I don't know I felt like it could have been a little different and it would have been better like if we were villain if we were villains by ML Rio that book did what the secret history didn't and there there's a reason why if we were villains is more popular I feel like than the secret history at least from what I've seen um but yeah, I don't know. And the other thing that I did not like about it was just racist, sexist comments that had no, nothing to do with the plot. Like, it was just there to be said and it said what it said. I didn't like that at all. I It gave absolutely nothing to the plot and that's why I didn't like it. I was like there's no point in putting this in here like there's no it doesn't push anything along it doesn't like make a character realize something it's just like said and then that's it and it's just it like seemed pointless to me and I was like wow that was like really kind of like a rough thing to say like geez and yeah it just I didn't like I didn't I didn't appreciate it so that's why I didn't like it um you know if you want to yell at me I will take beef from that dark academia community because I am convinced that they are all smarter than like half the population so anyway moving on the next book is The Hawthorne Legacy by Jennifer Lynn Barnes 
I've talked about this book recently and this book series before. I mentioned some of the plot not making much sense and the main character being so annoying and making the worst decisions in the name of solving this mystery, quote, quote. Like, she would just be like, oh yeah, like, I know my life's endangered and, like, I've been shot at three times and, like, one of my security teams died, but, eh, like, whatever, I have to solve this mystery so no one can stop me. They're just, they're just trying to be they're just trying to get in my way so I can't solve this mystery. And I'm like, no, girl, like, you will literally, they're just trying to help you. They're trying to help you out. Let them help you. Just sit down, wait until the threat on your life is over, and then you can solve this mystery. Because you you clearly aren't getting anything done but, but getting other people killed. And the one character who would say all of those like pretend cuss words it just took me right out of the story like it was so so jolting I was like what that that is like so dumb put cuss words in your books or don't don't do the half c's like oh what an ash hole like don't don't do that just say like oh you know what like you're you're a bad guy or just say the actual word like just one or the other don't do this gray area it doesn't make sense it's cringy and embarrassing and it just takes you right out of the story so that's what I didn't like about that book okay the last book I have on my least favorites this year is a book that I read earlier this month it is funny you should ask by Elisa Sussman I felt like this book had so much potential, and I know that this book was a debut novel, this author's first book, and I see the potential, and I feel like if she keeps writing, she'll get better and better, and that these books that she writes will be, like, really good. This book, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't good. I it wasn't there. The potential was there. It wasn't met. You know what I mean? But this book is about Chani, who is a journalist, and she writes puff pieces about celebrities. But she has an opportunity to interview Gabe Parker, who is basically the up-and-coming superstar of his time. He's basically the new Tom Cruise, and he gets a big role to be, um, like the new, I don't know, the spy movie guy um, having a heart. If I, if I think of it, I'll let you know. But anyway, they have, she goes to interview him and they have like one crazy wild night or weekend together, I guess. And then they don't see each other for 10 years. The puff piece comes out that she wrote about him. Gabe doesn't like it, but it sets her career off. And 10 years go by and she agrees to do another interview with him after he's kind of had his big downfall. He's just been divorced. He's been to rehab a couple of times. There's basically, there's this like history between these two that you don't really find out, like you find out as you read this book what the history is between them, like exactly what happened that weekend. And he 
um, they decide to like try to be in this relationship again. And but basically, like the articles, there was different articles just written like randomly that were in between each chapter and then sometimes the chapters would split up like then now then now then now but it was like a clump of chapters and it just seemed a little like messy and confusing I feel like if we just had what happened that night as kind of like a third act conflict and then you you know you learn the extent of everything that went on that night but then you had the progression of all of their relationship leading up to it, um, kind of progressing. And then this third act conflict having thing, chapter, and then, you know, they fix it and then they move on and then they're ending. And then, you know, the classic, the classic formula for romance. But it just seems very surface level, like the characters were very flat and it just didn't like it wasn't convincing enough that they liked each other to be in love and for them to like be together I felt like their relationship between Chani and Gabe's um, friend was better than Gabe and Chani together and so yeah I feel like there was potential but it just it wasn't fully executed well So, anyways, yeah. Wow, look at me looking, using big words like an author or something, like executed and, um, presumed, what was the other word that I said? Uh, pretentious? Yeah, that's a big word. That's like a, that's like 50 cent vocab word. Anyway, speaking of, um, sounding like an author, I am writing a book. And I hope that in 2024, I can see about it getting published and when it's finished and maybe, I don't know, seeing a book out there with my name on it. That'd be cool. But yeah, that's the big announcement thing. Um, It's a love story. Friends to strangers who meet again after 11 years. Why they became strangers and all the things that can happen in 11 years and all of that stuff, but I will share more with you as time goes on, but yeah, I'm excited to see about it and see what it turns out to be, so I think it's turning out pretty well. I'm pretty proud of it so far, but yeah, that's, you know, the big thing I wanted to share, so yeah, okay, don't worry about anything, guys. I know this episode was a bit of a downer, But next week, I'm going to share about my top 10 favorite books. There were so many good ones. And we have to just balance it out, you know, before the year starts and before the new year starts. So thank you all for listening. Make sure you rate, you follow, you share. Um, You can find me on TikTok and Instagram. And yeah, I hope everyone has a great Christmas and I will speak to you guys next week. Bye.